My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to hold space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. In the center of all that hard work, faith, and vision is a big desire. Desire for joy. Desire to live in alignment. Desire to have a life that you love. Desire to step up for yourself, for your dreams, and for what you know you deserve. Ask me how I know. Sis, I want the same thing. That's why I created the Empowered Creatives Retreat. If you think you can thrive as a creative without taking action, think again. Join me at my two-week retreat in Ghana. It's a retreat for purpose-driven Black women visual artists, writers, performers, and makers. Have time away in the African diaspora to focus on your art, feel rejuvenated, and inspired. All while making lasting connections and friendships with fellow artists. To sign up for the retreat in July, visit www.kindredcreativesco.org or follow me on the gram at Victoria underscore Y-A-W-A. Hey love, Victoria here. So this episode is going to be a little bit different because this week I'm not speaking to a amazing Black Women Creative about her experience. I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about me and my experience traveling to Ghana as I'm prepping for my retreat in July. I am reflecting a lot about, you know, my past experiences in Ghana because I'm really wanting to make sure that I create this transformative, restful, healing creative experience for for the women going on the trip. So I wanted to share some of the things I've been thinking about in the hopes that it will help you if you're thinking of traveling to Ghana or really anywhere. I think this can be applied to any traveling experience. But just thinking about that because I really believe there's nothing better than truly being immersed in the culture, food, and people of Ghana. It's just magical. But when I first started traveling to Ghana about 12 years ago alone, it definitely was overwhelming. I was young. I, you know, was really kind of quiet. It was just a lot for me. 
But over time, I learned how to make the experience less stressful and overwhelming and more fun. And so here are the four things I did to have a better experience for myself and to really embrace the beauty of Ghana. So the first thing that I did was I started to be open and present more. So one of my best tips I love to give people is don't collect memories, be fully present. So I am guilty of this. You might be like me where you want to just take a billion pictures because you don't want to miss any moment and you just want to make sure you capture all of the, you know, experience. But the thing is, if you're only worrying about getting the perfect pic for your gram or for your photo album or whatever, you're missing out on the experience. Like for real. You don't want to end up with fragments of memories. You want to really focus on connecting with your heart and your mind and engage completely with the experience. Now, I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but it's really true. Just be completely present. Fill in with your heart. Lean in with your emotions and how you're feeling. And just really be present. So I have a quick story about how I wasn't really present one time. And I realized that, you know what, Vicky, get it together. So when I went to Ghana while ago, I went to the Babao School anniversary celebration in Cape Coast. So one of my good friends, Ajay, is a teacher at the school. And it's a school for art and trade for young people to really learn, you know, if they want to do weaving, if they want to do painting, if they want to do sculpture, all kinds of cool stuff is there's you can learn there by teachers. And it's also for young people who are not necessarily able to afford going to like an art or trade school. Some of the young people are, you know, disabled or have learning disadvantages. And so it's it's a really cool space. So anyways, I went there for my friend because he was celebrating, I think it was like the 10th year that he was teaching there and they were doing this like celebration. And so I went with a group of my friends, all artists, and, you know, it was a two-day event. So I remember so clearly the second day was when there was like all these kind of like cultural celebrations, like dances and parades and all these kind of speeches. And I remember grabbing my phone, standing up like a total tourist and just like taking video, just like standing on the side, taking video, not even really like watching, but just like standing there like a loser, (laughs) taking pictures and video of like, you know, this beautiful culture experience. And I remember that night when I went back to the place we were staying at, And I looked back at the videos. I was like, when did this happen? I don't even remember this because I was so tuned out. I was just trying to capture the moment through my video that I wasn't even like fully conscious of what was happening. And so I don't want you to have fragments of memories like I did. I want you to like remember, have like these clear, crisp exciting memories of the things that you experience when you're in Ghana or when you're traveling somewhere 
and not have to look back on your phone and remember what happened or even not really remember, have to really like jog your memory because you weren't really in the in the moment. So that's that's my one of my advices. Be open and present. Second thing I would say is really step outside your comfort zone. Now, I know this is a little bit cliche. Everyone says this, but it is so true. Part of what makes traveling so fun is eating, seeing, and doing the things you've never done before. Exploring a new culture has a beautiful way of opening up your perspective. You're doing something that you've never done before out of your routine, and it really does make you grow. So try doing something you wouldn't normally do on your trip to Ghana. You'll learn so much about who you are and your capabilities just from opening yourself up outside of your comfort zone. So I have another story because (laughs) this one is actually kind of funny because when I was first in Ghana, I think maybe the first month or two, I was working with these artists and I would go to their house and paint. And so I lived with my grandmother in Accra and she would have her driver drive me to these these artist houses and pick me up. So I would have like a personal driver pick me up and, you know, drop me off. And I was like, cool, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to figure out where to go. Like, I loved it. But then my aunt was like, I lived with my grandma and my aunt. My aunt was like, you know what? You should experience Ghana. Go on the Trotro, which is what we call basically like public transportation, like the CTA or whatever. It's just like cheap transportation, like a bus that anyone can go on. And so she was like, get on the Trotro and go to go to your artist's house and come back. I was like, what? <laughs> I had never done this before. Everywhere that I went in Ghana before this point was always, you know, someone driving me. And I was probably like 23 at this point. So I wasn't like young. I definitely like it wasn't like unsafe for me to travel alone. I was just like not that independent and kind of lazy, to be honest. And so I was just like, why? That's too much work. And I have to figure it out. And she's like, no, do it. And so she gave me some money and I took a chocho to his house. And let me tell you. It is an experience. You have got to go on a troll troll if you're in Ghana because just the (laughs) getting in, sitting down, there's no air conditioning in most of them. It's very like crowded, right? It's like a tight minivan type of experience. You know, you get really close and, and up into people's business. Like, it's like not the most comfortable thing in the world to do. And it's cheaper. So, you know, it's for like anyone who maybe doesn't have a lot of money to travel, just like an easy way to move about. So you'll see people just like everyday people on these trotros. And so I was upset. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, this is uncomfortable. What if I get lost? I had to ask the driver where to go. I was embarrassed. 
and I was just like pissed off. It took a while to get used to, but when I did, I'm so glad she pushed me to do that because my experience changed completely after that. I was no longer dependent on my family to travel around Ghana. I could get up and go, do what I needed to do, come back. And then I could like really see Ghana. You see Ghana in a different way when you're not in someone's backseat driving you around. You know what I mean? Like when you're actually on your own, going somewhere by yourself, you know, it's up to you to figure out how to get there. You have to like watch your stops. It's, it's a whole different experience and you really do notice things. And it really did change me. I grew up, I became way more confident and independent. And I just had more fun because I could like go out and do what I wanted to do. I didn't have to wait for someone to drive me. So that's what I would say. Step outside your comfort zone because usually that's where the magic happens. And that's just like a really simple example for me when I started to go on Trotro's, how it just opened up my experience in Ghana and really opened me up and gave me like a real life experience of like what the locals do in Ghana. Everyone doesn't have a personal driver to take them to places. So I was really humbled and just grateful for that experience because it gave me, it opened my eyes to like really experience the beauty of Ghana. So my third advice, this is the third thing I did. So this might seem obvious, but for me, it wasn't. Lean into the culture. Now, let me tell you something. I am first generation Ghanaian, right? Both of my parents are Ghanaian. I was born in Chicago. I've been to Ghana as a kid. So it's not like I don't know the culture of Ghana, but it's different when you grew up in a completely different society and culture to experience Ghana. It just is. It doesn't matter if your family is from that place. I didn't grow up in Ghana. So there's certain things I just didn't know because I wasn't a part of that everyday culture. And so I had to learn, just like any other foreigner, just the intricacies and just the mannerisms and things that you do and you don't do, right? Like, don't play yourself. Know the culture. And so I definitely had a leg up because my family is all Ghanaian. There was a lot that I knew I was familiar with. You know, my family was very involved in the Ghanaian community in Chicago. So it wasn't like a culture shock, but there are just little things you just don't know unless you know. So I would say lean into the culture that you're in. You don't need to walk around on eggshells, but learn how to act in a new country, okay? Every culture has different norms for how people move, their etiquette, and mannerisms. Learn about the culture you're traveling to before you leave for your trip. This is so important. Read it up, look it up, whatever you need to do. Just learn a little bit about where you're going. This is basic, but so important. So in Ghana, one of the things that you may not know is that we don't eat or shake hands with our left hand because it's disrespectful. So if you're shaking someone's hand, if you're meeting them for the first time and you shake your their left, you 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 use your left hand to shake their hand, 
oh, it's over. Like, that's so disrespectful. If you grab for a fork or if you offer someone's food with your left hand, like, criminal. <laughs> you, we just don't do that. So you may not know that if you didn't know someone who told you or if you didn't learn about the culture, right? And it's an honest mistake. Anyone could do it if they don't know, but it's just considered completely disrespectful. So it's little things like that, that, you know, we just take for granted because we don't know we're, we're outside of a specific culture or country, but to the people who live there, it's just respect, right? Just learn a little bit about the place that you're, you're staying at, because that's your home for that little bit of time. So treat it with care, learn about it and learn how to move, learn like what spaces to be in. And be flexible because you're going to have to switch it up, change things up. You're going to have to take, like, be embarrassed sometimes. It's just the way it is when you're going somewhere new for the first time. But it helps when you learn a little bit about the culture and just, you know, how to move before you're actually there. And if you have someone to kind of help you along the journey, that's even better so that they can, like, support you as you're really learning and transitioning into this new space But, you know, when it happens, because it probably will, you're new, you're in a new country, you know, you're going to Ghana for the first time, shit will happen and that's okay. And when it does, just apologize. The great thing about Ghana is that people are so friendly and forgiving that they'll forgive you. So just apologize and move on and learn but really just lean into the culture. So the last thing that I would say, and this is probably, I would say, one of the more important lessons I learned, and that was make friends with locals. Now, this is super important. Not only will you have more fun, but they'll tell you the hottest spots, the best food to eat. You know, they got all the hookups. So it is super important to open yourself up and make friends with the locals. When I started making friends with artists in Ghana and going out more and doing my thing, my whole experience changed for the better. And it really is true. Like before, I would say a good four months before I really had like a close group of friends in Ghana, I would stay home most of the time. You know, I would go to my artist's house, my mentor's house, work on my art, come home, watch TV, eat dinner. And that was basically my life. Sometimes I would walk around the block or whatever, but I didn't really do much. When I started to like actually open myself up and get to know the people around me, the artists around me, and actually make friends, then I started to go to galleries. They would invite me to their house. We would like eat outside together, have lunch together. I mean, it just completely changed everything. And I felt a part of a community and I didn't feel like so alone. I didn't feel like a foreigner. I felt like these were my people. And it just really makes you feel better in all ways. It just makes you feel like you're a part of a community. So when you're making friends, be safe, obviously. You know, trust your instincts when you're meeting new people. But you really should open yourself up to meeting new people. You never know. You might meet your, you know, bestie 
who will just be a part of your life forever. So I think it's really important. And I honestly met some of my best friends in Ghana when I started to open myself up. I fell in love. Like, it was a whole thing. I cannot tell you how much it changed my experience for the better when I made friends. So those are my four tips. Be open and present is one. Step outside your comfort zone is two. Lean into the culture is three. And make friends with locals is four. So if you do these four things alone, you'll be good. You'll have a better experience traveling to Ghana or anywhere for that matter. And you'll really just embrace the experience and really just have this transformative you know, time. So do these four things and let me know how it goes. If you are traveling in the near future and you are taking notes from this podcast and you wrote some of these down, I would love for you to let me know what's your favorite traveling tip. Which one did you use and how did it help you um, have a better experience? You know, what did you learn from that experience when you traveled and especially traveling for your art, for your creativity, like I did, how did it change your art? How did you grow as an artist, as a person? You know, what was that experience like for you? And what were the challenges? Because I think the challenges are just as important as like the highlights. You know, you learn from everything, but it's important to also think about like, what was hard for me and how did I adapt or how did I overcome or how did I struggle? I think that's also super important when you're traveling because there are going to be moments when it's uncomfortable. It's just how it is when you're in a new space that you're not familiar with. But all of the growth and perspective changes and shifts and just everything that happens from a new experience and traveling to a a new place it's just worth it it's so worth it so let me know what really resonated with you which of the four things are you gonna do to have a better experience when you travel to Ghana and remember it is not too late to sign up for the retreat to Ghana that I'm hosting Um, it is a two-week experience for black women artists, writers, performers to spend time focusing on their art, meeting local artists, going on studio visits, and also going on culture excursions. And it's really honestly time for you to just de-stress, relax, be inspired, have that moment for yourself because life really gets, you know, a lot sometimes. Let go of the hustle that you may be experiencing and have these two weeks to just be completely immersed in creativity and in the arts and culture of Ghana. So I can't wait to see you there. If you're interested in coming, email me at kindredcreatives.com dot victoria at gmail.com all right see you soon bye see you next week same day same time make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and send me a comment if you really like this one 
And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius. 